All right, Spotify and Applecast people. They're always kind of first on the scene to kind of get a touch of what's going on behind the scenes. Well, guys, we've got a lot of talk about tonight. we got some hot topics from Utah and Oregon uh, about Stroud and Young. Of course, Dan Mullen being out. And uh, the past interference call in Nebraska. We're going to talk about that a little bit also. I don't know about that. That's not letting me. It ain't coming up on mine, it? They didn't give me a. That's not good. Oh my god, they changed it. Okay. Alright, guys, hang on with us. Uh, Here. I still can't show anything yet over there. Show them here we are. Okay, we got one. Okay. Alright, let me cut the mic so I won't go. It's on. Alright, Cherokee County. Big Matt and Diamond Dean is in the house. What's going on tonight with everybody? Hope everybody's having a great evening. Guys, we got plenty, plenty, plenty to talk about. What's going on? How you doing, Mr. McKinney? Well, we're just hanging in there. What's uh, what's it look like? What it is? I'm just trying to get on here, uh, which we can stop still, obviously, did the show and people can see us. And I'm having some phone trouble as far as being able to see who's on, what comments are being made, which we can always go back. And uh, I don't know, it won't let me even on if I go to the show page. Huh. Okay, let me try it online. Let me try something else here. Let me try online here. Oh, here we go. Oh, sorry. Okay. 
right, I got mm-hmm. I'm good now. Philip Pope's watching. How you doing, Philip? Yeah, hey, Philip. How you doing, man? Great season again. Oh, again, I know. Ain't it great? They've had a good run at it, Dean. Uh, went 11 or more, four straight years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know of a lot of other high school teams that can that could say that. No, Stipe and Piedmont. I don't know if it's on the show page or if it's... Is it, are you on the show page? Yeah, I'm on the show page. I got it going now. Okay, I, so I switched it over where we could get it on both. On the show page and... But it uh, didn't come up on my... Uh, on the page and, and the side of the show. Anyway, all right, well... Uh, we got plenty to talk about tonight, guys. I uh, hope everybody's having a great evening. I want to thank our sponsors off the top of always, uh, the Colbert Firm and Turkey Eye Clinic and uh, Scott Lloyd's Legal Service. Hey, without those guys, this couldn't be possible. Uh, give Corey Colbert a call over there at 927-5377. Turkey Eye Clinic, J.R. Norfolk Kensick, need uh-huh. eyes checked and all that going on, 927-4030. And, of course, Scott Lloyd, He's down there on town, Main Street, just right up in front of Corey over there. They're right in the same area. You can call him at 266-1416. And uh, I guess y'all had realized that um, uh, Jonathan and Kim had come out at, at yeah, yeah, I heard that. Warrior I heard Gym. Uh, just because of work and life and um, the atmosphere and everything going on with them, uh, he's going to just turn it back over to Todd. So it's still going to be the same kind of thing Who's going Todd? on. I mean, who is he? He's the guy that owns the, the, okay. the, 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 uh, the place there in Eastern Florida. Oh, okay. He owns all the, the, the collage of buildings down there, shopping center area. Super nice guy. I've met him plenty of times. Uh, shopping center used to be Hop and Maddox still open? It's not, is it? No, it's the antique store. Oh. He, he runs antique stuff out there now. Uh, guys, there's a lot of high school stuff went on. Yeah. Uh, we went up to, uh, my son Marcus joined us uh, up at five Friday night. We decided to go up there and Cold freeze. Night. Yeah, it was cold. Man, it was cold. I had on three shirts. And greatest over. bathroom in the world. They have a heater in the bathroom. It's fantastic. <laughs> and the hot chocolate was great, too. I had yeah. shared two cups of that with Marcus. It uh, was good. And and the game was good. It was. I mean, it was it was low scoring, good defensive game. Low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people had suspected it may be a higher-scoring game, but uh, it wasn't. No, no, no. Neither one of them. I didn't see anybody. Nobody broke one all night. The no, boy picked really. up the fumble. Yeah. And he ran it back 50 yards, but somebody caught it. Yeah. Anderson's fastest guy on the field. Yeah. And he's, you know, just barely had his driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great. They got a lot of ninth and 10th graders on the team. I think they had five seniors. And Mm -hmm. uh, guys, um, congratulations to all the seniors, especially Mr. Dukes. I've met him personally a few times. Super nice kid. Uh, Todd, they got a lot of hard work coming out of high school. Mm -hmm. A lot. Yeah. I mean, this thing, you've never really lost a football game. We've lost like two or three your whole life. Two. Your whole life. One by one point, one by a touchdown. Uh, So. And you fumbled. There was a fumble on the one or two. Which Sacks had a fumble on their going in on their one also. But still, I mean, two close games. It's uh, just uncanny what they're able to do up there, Coach Benefield and the staff. So congratulations to them. I know it's not a congrats to lose, but. Yeah, it's a successful season on on you know the age of athletes that they had up there. We always enjoy covering them. And congratulations uh, to Piedmont taking out Winfield over there. Wow. We thought that would be a little closer. Yeah, I did really. I honestly did. And uh, you know, from I think it's the Jack Hayes show over there. You know, he run two and throw two. And, yeah, and, at least and broke more records for. Oh, he had over three hundred yards of offense. I don't know what the other guys did. I'm sure he threw the. I didn't find a lot of stats on it. They were all 
you know, about him mostly. Yeah. Well, Winfield come in uh, high flying. They were undefeated on the year. Uh-huh. Uh, had handled business up at Ohatchee, a team that had given Piedmont problems earlier in the regular season. Um, they just took care of business. Oh, like, man, 43-14. Piedmont's uh, getting hot at the right time. Which we don't get into picks yet, but yeah. uh, it'd be tough for Saxton. You know, they've already lost to Piedmont and, once. And speaking of picks, we're not even going to do our picks from last week because they were <laughs> terrible. Oh, God. Well, I remember too many upsets. Way too many. We're going to get into that in wow. just a minute. Uh, Never would have thought. I, no. No, not, Never. not Hanley and, and, and... Fairview winning. Lynette. Lynette got beat. Hanley got beat. Uh, just So we're going to go that here in just a minute. Right now, we're going to do a, what we usually do. It's just a roundtable topics. Just kind of get the conversation started on the show. I uh, hope everybody's having a great evening. Uh, what was that? East... Champions, Georgia, and West Champions, Bama. Okay, mm-hmm. they're going to meet up and play here in uh, a couple of weeks. Two weeks. So um, we'll talk about that. And what about Utah, 38, Oregon 7, dude? I don't, I didn't watch the game. I don't understand that. What happened? Utes dashed the Ducks. I mean, it's just a blowout, blast out, huh? I watched some of the first part, and I come in here and put up a, a video on my personal YouTube page, and I did that to see if I'd get a strike. Mm-hmm. because I was um, doing a reaction to Joel Klatt's uh, picks last week, and I think he's a he's very intelligent, mm-hmm. super smart guy, but I just didn't agree with uh, um, some, of his picks. some of his picks, and I go in there and kind of argue about that. If you want to watch it, just put in my mm-hmm. name on YouTube and go watch it. And I'm going to do some more and start putting it on our YouTube page. I'm just doing this as practice, and you can't right. hear it good. I just, it's really just a test yeah. run. Yeah, I well. just wanted to see how it went. So I, I argued with that. But I thought they'd been flirting with disaster lately. Oregon's just been barely winning. I mean, they, I know that they Washington State pretty good. But that game was close in the middle of the fourth quarter. Well, they're going to have to play. Um, they're going to have to play Utah again. I, I mean, for for the championship, yeah. right? But they're out as yeah. far as uh, I, I, we'll, we'll see a lot of changes we had in the title mm-hmm. there. A lot of changes are going to come. Yeah, in this top five that we we have. Uh, I don't even know who five. Well, I guess it'd be Michigan. Now. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to jump around, and i got some scenarios laid out. Uh, it don't really there. matter in the top five, right? Well, well um, as far as Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State. The, the thing is, and we'll get into this later, Cincinnati's probably going to be four because they want them in so bad. Yeah, and they did look good yesterday. And they're going to put in Michigan at five to give them that shot. Mm-hmm. So Michigan can come in there and... It's a big game Saturday. Michigan can I play mean, spoiler. Well, one big game, Ohio State, Michigan Tech. Auburn, Alabama. I mean, if if they wind up beating Michigan, um, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, they're gonna get in. I had looked forward to uh, the Auburn, Alabama game, but what's gone on in the last couple of weeks, and actually the last six quarters with Auburn, has kind of soured that. I mean, they're they're really having some problems right now that nobody foresaw. I don't think. Yeah, I I don't know. I thought they were playing fantastic. A lot of coaching. It's just the new coaching blues. I, I guess yeah. that's the only thing you could really you could really shake it up to be. It's just the new coaching blues. You got a new coach down there and, and his staff, some new people, some same people. So, um, but what about um, Mullen going out to Florida? I don't agree with it, but it, you know, if they feel like they have to make a change, you guys had one bad year. Uh, he lost Pitts, Tony, and Trask. And they wasn't as good. But, you know, I think the uh, way South Carolina beat them and then losing to Missouri, who's not a very good team, would you agree? Yes. Uh, that just sealed the deal for him. 
I don't. Uh, I think the South Carolina thing started it. He needed to win yesterday, and uh, he didn't. Losing to Missouri in overtime. Oh. Uh, but I don't necessarily. And what do y'all think? I just don't agree with getting rid of him. I, well, how did he do there? What was? I'm gonna look at his record. Dan Mullen record at Florida. I see Dan Mullen, uh, Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland said he woke up Sunday morning having had only a few hours of sleep after getting back from a 24-23 overtime loss at Missouri. Uh, hold on a minute. I can't. I can't. Okay. Uh, a loss to Missouri. Uh, it was starting to change. had to be needed to be made. It was the team's fourth consecutive loss to a Power 5 opponent. Dating back to the final three games of 2020 season, the Gators are 2-6 and six against Power 5 opponents. Mullen was given an opportunity to coach the regular season final against Florida State this Saturday, and he turned that down. Ah, well, you can't blame him. Said he didn't want to be a distraction. Assistant coach Greg Knox was named the interim coach. Mullen was 34-15 and 15 in four seasons at Florida. His replacement will be the Gators' fourth head coach in eight seasons. I just don't agree with it. Four years. He went 10-3, and 11-2. Eight and four, they had a good team last year. Won the East. Uh, I just don't agree with it. Sorry. Do you? Uh, no. Well, it's just it's just the times that we live in. Well, I mean, it's just, okay, you have a bad, you know, you have a bad season, five and six, and you just, you're done with it. I mean, up before this season, so he's 29 and 10 coming in with an SEC championship. And with an SEC runner-up, I'm sorry. Won the East. I just don't agree with. Well, them. I mean, they they played uh, four years. Wow, they played Bama, a, a great game. They so. did. Who was the national champion? So yeah, how's I mean, that's the thing. It's such just the of the times that we live in now. It's just the way it is, and and I, I mean, what else can you really do about it? Everybody's right. expected to be Nick Saban, and everybody forgets that you know Nick Saban struggled for the first four or five years. And I, I understand what they're saying. Uh, Florida coming off a bad last couple of games, and Missouri is not really good at all. But yeah. losing losing right there uh, to Missouri sure. is definitely not something that you just can't kind of you just can't have that happen. No, no, no I agree. Man, four years. I, I just like to see who they're going to get that's going to do any better. That's the thing about it. I mean, who else is out there to replace him? Uh, on further and some comments, you can go read ESPN or 24 7. You can read where uh, Strickland's talking about just a lot of uh, things behind the scene that he didn't really want to talk about. He wanted to kind of be professional about it. There may be more about it. He said there's some little things going mm-hmm. on that he didn't want to mention. He's just trying to be professional about it. But after the loss, uh, we'll mention this. The, well, Gators run out of chomp. Mullen's going to be out 24-23 overtime. May the force be with you. It's what uh, your coach over there uh, at Missouri told Mullen. It's a joke from last year. Uh, Mullen dressed up as Darth Vader and they played last year on Halloween. So uh, coach pulls his, his hoodie up and has a lightsaber and kind of makes a little crack at Mullen there yeah, about well, last year. Well, I talked to an inside source from Kentucky. Y'all know we've got them all over. Yes, we And, uh, you know, Mullen just – Pretty much took no responsibility for that loss. I know little things like that hurt him. He was like, well, we outgained him. Yeah, even in his leaving statement, he yeah. said, you know, Florida's going to have a special place in my heart. Uh, and my family and stuff is always very grateful to uh, the, the times that we had here. And he mentions uh, the national championships that he won there 
with Urban and the uh, appearances, you know, in mm-hmm. the title in the SEC conference games, and right, right. it's like he wanted to bring that up, like you're, you're really firing me. You're firing me, and this is my record. I mean, I I fired yeah. my coaches trying to move pieces exactly. around. Is this what we're going to do? I'm trying to get do things right, and you're going to fire me anyway. And I did find out yesterday, which is a little off topic from another inside source, that Scott Frost will not be fired, but he was told to fire pretty much everybody. Uh, speaking of that, there's no pass interference call on the last play uh, against Wisconsin on a Hail Mary. You can was go back and obvious? watch it. Yeah, go back and watch it. Um, there, he, he just, Martinez throws a deep ball, mm-hmm. about probably hits about the two, three-yard line, and as he's jumping for the ball in front of him, uh, the Wisconsin player comes across from his left and just wipes him out. Oh and the God. ball hits him in the shoulder because he hit him and turned him so bad. And Frost went nuts. It. He got a flag on it because of, he went nuts, which you're supposed to. I mean, you need to take up for your team. They're in a terrible position. They've lost like every game by a touchdown or less. Oh, I mean, it's just done. Well, let's, let me look at something right quick. And I want y'all to hear this, except for Ohio State, who they only lost two by nine. And uh, I know this isn't much comfort for them, but uh, they're the best three and eight team in the country. I think that now, Wisconsin beat them a touchdown. Ohio State beat them nine. Purdue beat them five. Minnesota beat them a touchdown. Michigan beat them three, who's the number five team in the country. Michigan State beat them three, who was in the top ten. Oklahoma beat them seven, who's in the top ten. Uh, Illinois beat them eight. I, now, that's the only loss you can probably say, you know, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you losing that one? But uh, it's just how much bad luck can you have? I pray that nobody goes through that um, and hope nobody goes through that. He's going to be – I don't know how he's not more on the chopping block than Dan Mullen is. I don't understand. I don't know how. No, how I think they give him seven years. I mean, how would he be – now, I don't agree with it. I'm just making the devil's advocate. If one's fired for four seasons and mm-hmm. he had a couple of bad games here lately, but he don't have a quarterback. That's the problem. Dan Mullins, the whole problem at Florida, they just don't have a quarterback. Right. I right. mean, there's probably some other little things going on, mm-hmm. but your quarterback is the guy that leads your team, and they just keep running them both in and out. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, those are just some hot takes. Nebraska, uh, we'll mention this, six touchdowns for the first half for Stroud, 99% QBR. Looking at Heisman candidates, guys, these are going to be the people are going to talk. Now, we're not saying these are ours. We're just saying this is probably going to be uh-huh. what people are talking about. Uh, young, 565 touchdowns, 95% QBR. So uh, They both ripped it up pretty good yesterday, yeah. didn't they? Malave, two touchdowns, 140. Wilson, 126. Oh. And uh, Smith and Jigba had over 100 with a touchdown. They're all three. That's, I mean, three they're all guys. three going to have over 1,000. Five touchdowns, three guys. I'm, I'm amazing. And Alabama's leading the receiver yesterday. It's from Ohio State. That's why he left. Not because he couldn't play. Yeah, I guess he just didn't want to share balls with three other guys. Very talented team. Yeah. Very. Uh, if Ohio State can keep it all together, uh, and Coach Dale and him, they, they do a good job up there, and you don't hear a lot about them here no, lately, about any kids don't. getting in trouble or mm-hmm. nothing like that. So, I'm just not sure how their defense will match up if they want to come down here. If they can stop know. Georgia or Alabama, yeah. or, or they, I think they're probably going to wind up. we got a tough game Saturday. That'll tell a lot, I think. I think they're going to wind up meeting um, 
I think it's going to wind up meeting Cincinnati, and we'll get into that later too. Okay. Um, now let's go to high school, Dean. Uh, All right. We've talked about Piedmont Winfield. Uh, Spring Garden makes a trip to Mars Hill. Looks like they come out and scored quickly. We were keeping an eye on the score with some people mm-hmm. down there, and it wound up 42 to 19. Got away from them down there a little bit later. Uh, they're just a wrecking ball. Mars Hill is it is what it is up there. We mm-hmm. everybody knows the players and the community and 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 how uh, they play and mm-hmm. the regions they play in is good, but they're they private play, school. They play up. Play a lot of teams, bigger teams. Yeah. They're going to be hard to beat. I think they'll win it again, probably, especially now that Lynette went out. Very possible. Mm-hmm. They will be at Cleveland mm-hmm. uh, this Friday night. And that's that may be a, a coin toss for. I, I'd love to be at that. I've never seen either one of them play. I've it, never seen that. I know this is probably the best team that somebody can reckon, if I'm wrong, that Cleveland's ever had. Yeah, and it's at Cleveland. I've never been up there. It's like. Uh, it's not really an hour from here. So like up going to Sneed right there. Right, right through there. Just turn left. Moore, Cleveland. Just make a left up there at Sneed somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's over there. We may wind up over there Friday. Uh, let's see, Sweetwater just dumps it on Maples, will Dean. Sweetwater, I think. Well, I think him and Pickens will play for it. Yeah, Pickens scores sixty on Decatur Heritage, but Decatur scored forty six on Pickens. Yeah, and of course Ragland <laughs> scored sixty on Decatur too. So I don't know if you can even – I don't know. I don't know what's going on out there with the Cajun. They can obviously put up the points, but uh, they give up 62 straight weeks. Uh, let's see. Uh, 7A, uh, last Thompson 35 and Hoover was 10. So that's going to move on for Thompson. They're going to play Central Phoenix. I was uh, surprised by that. I thought Auburn would win that game. Yeah, 13-0. Central Phoenix ain't lost the game. They're one of the few undefeated lefts in Alabama State. Mm-hmm. Patrick Nick's their coach. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, they're. Yeah. Well, I get horses' little brother that he plays there, don't he? That we see highlights from that game. I, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I don't know much about Central Phoenix City. Uh, did, I didn't know both. This is another Knicks coming. Uh, let's see here. Six A Hillcrest at Hueytown, uh, and uh, Gardendale has to play in overtime as we're listening on the way home from five with Clark County, fifty to forty four in overtime. It took overtime for Clay. Chalkville to. Yeah, play Chalkville. Yeah, I think they'll win it. I, well, I thought, and then Gardendale, 50 to 44. Wow. Now, Clay Chalkville was in serious. Yeah. Uh, was leading that pretty big at one point, wasn't it? Like three touchdowns? I don't know. And then they just made a few. I'm telling you, we're it's three touchdowns at the store in Rainsville, and we get to Lebanon, not let the country, you know, right there in between Collinsville and Fort Payne. And it's tied up. Then they went on and won in overtime. Chalkville did. Uh, they're going to be at Mountain Brook, which beat Pinson 30 to nothing. Big, big game. 30 to nothing? Mm. How, how you – I don't – I don't know that. I, I just – you'd have to be at those games, that those, you know, to, to lose a game 60, 30 to nothing. Uh, yeah, well, you're, average, you're, you're probably averaged over the last two years 30-something points a game. That's just kind of because, you know, we had talked to people at Pinson and we thought they were bringing in some guys, um, a younger group in, in a few spots, but some older guys up on one side mm-hmm. of the line. And, and uh, it's just, uh, it just surprised me. Yeah, yeah, 30 to nothing, especially. Uh, 5A Andalusia at Pike Road. Pike Road has been had winning a lot lately. They've won all year. I mean, they've been, I've heard a lot about them all year. 
Where is Pike Road? I don't know. Anybody? Just let us know where Pike Road is. Fairview at Pleasant Grove. They're the That's 5 a matchup. And I'm going to say Fairview loses, but wow, Fairview. <laughs> what about now the biggest, another big one too, Dean, uh, Jackson is going to be at Viger because Jackson knocks off Hanley 24-23. That was a shocker. Nah, I just, uh, this Viger team beat American Christian. Pretty handily. Really, was it? See, I saw Viger play at center, and I thought they got a good rushing attack. They're good. They, they, the highlights we watched on the Friday night after we got in from, I don't know, 33, 40 News. You know, mm-hmm. they cover a lot of games, and um, they just, it started out close for a little while, but Viger just kept her foot on the gas, and they just pulled away from them. Um, Aniana at Madison Academy. We were familiar with Madison Academy at some point. I was shocked at Aniana won. Uh, 3A. Montgomery Academy at Montgomery Catholic. 13 and 0. Another undefeated team that we figured probably to win and I the think state. That's the two that played for it last year, if I'm not mistaken. My five played. Montgomery. I'm talking about the play. Oh, the semis? The, I think so. I think you're right. I think so. Either the semis or the quarter. I mean, yeah, yeah, they did play in the playoffs. Yes, they did. I don't know if it was close. Montgomery Catholic's going to be a tough out. Well, they, from what I've heard on. Had everybody back, right? Chase Robinson, uh, shout out. Fox Sports at Gadsden, uh, they return everybody. How yeah. did your high school return everybody? Everybody, after you nearly won the state championship, usually results in a state championship. Yeah, they were up 17 nothing at half of yeah. life. And, of course, coaches adjust and uh, yeah, Ike and them. all kind of took over. Yeah. <laughs> and we, it was good to see him on the night Friday. We yeah, yeah, good-looking kid, nice kid. Yeah. Got to talk to them. I told them the Hampton Cove story. They think everybody up there from Fife is not from Fife. They just move people in. And they're all just, you know, they come he from, said, he's from Birmingham. Show you third grade. I can show you first grade pictures. Yeah, he said, I got first grade picture. I, I'm from up here. Well, and we knew that, but they, they hear that a lot. They laughed. Up at Fife. They do hear that a lot. When you win a lot, you're just going to hear that kind of stuff. It may go on at some places, but I honestly don't think it goes on much up there. No, and I'm sure there's some kids that come move in. I mean, well, you're gonna you have can, kids you move can do around. That. You can gonna have kids move around. Yeah, especially uh, if their daddies play for Benefield. Yeah. Hey, I want you to play for Benefield. That happens. Yeah. Uh, of course, Piedmont at Sachs. Now, that'd be another good game to be at. Hard now, to beat a team twice. They've already beat Sachs, and the score of the last game was twenty-eight twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Piedmont seems to be getting better. I don't know how that's possible. We watched him play center the first year. <laughs> the first first game, we go over there and watch. They I thought they looked good, but I didn't think they looked state champions. By a little jamboree. And yeah. They moved the ball well. Their defense was pretty solid. It was. They were yeah. tough up front, so we knew that it was going to be tough up front to score on, and they have been. Uh, no, they here's another surprise, Dean. 2A, the Highland Home team. They're going to be at Clark County. Highland Home upsets Lynette, 15-14. Wow. I just didn't, and, and you know, my reasoning was that uh, Hanley beat Lynette one point. Yeah. So you equate the top team in 4A to only beating the top team in 2A by one. That usually, in most equations, that means they win 2A, and uh, they're not even going to the semifinal. Um, Highland Holmes 5-5, five five too, if people didn't know that. Yeah. They were 5-5. Five five. So they can sneak in here. If they beat Clark County, which... I guess Clark could. County beat. I had it wrote down on the other page. I don't, it's on I the don't page. know much about Clark County. I just know they played five last year. Um, you know, we talked about Marcel at Cleveland. We mm-hmm. already talked about that one. 
and you 12 0 Sweetwater 1A team, they will be at Brantley, which will be a slobber knocker. Uh, we know these 1A teams closely. We've said Bluffs played them, or we've covered, talked about them a lot over the years. And of course, Wadley, uh, the team that, that played Spring Garden good. And Spring Garden is a good football yeah, team. They, they played them good. And they beat Woodland. They right? beat Woodland again, this time 27 to nothing instead mm-hmm. of 29. Uh, and they will be at Pickens County at Reform. All the coaches around here yeah. know about Reform. It's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. And if you're up there, if you're going to decide to go, if you're from Wadley and you're listening, you know people, get ribs at the place. Place. You can't we go went to Baumhauer's. You can't miss Which was great, but we could have went to the place. Me and Bun was seriously debating on splitting up a leg. Yeah, we all should have. That, that's my one regret from us going up there is that we didn't get something to go. No. What uh, was we thinking? We got that game was great. It was like forty one thirty five. Yeah, I played Marion County. Marion County won, right? Yeah, I think, I think Marion. I don't just know there was a ton of Pooh Bear run back a kickoff. Pooh Bear broke one. I was just ridiculous. Marion County had the four backs. They just fed one. Oh, I think they did. That was the year they had them four thousand yard backs. Yeah, they had four guys go a thousand piece. Yeah, and they would just you know, hey Johnny, you get it this play. Tommy, you this one. Matt, Todd, you get it this one. I mean. They definitely didn't, wouldn't uh, stingy with the ball. <laughs> that's for darn sure. Uh, that's kinda, that's, that's our high school. That's our high school. It's, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. For around here, uh, and, yeah. and we'll we'll definitely talk about Friday night's games when we come back Sunday. Uh, Thanksgiving's going to be this week. Um, we all got plenty to be thankful for. Of course, most of all, be thankful for is, is the Lord Jesus Christ yes, to give sir. us our opportunity of salvation that you don't have to deal with old dirty earth the rest of your life. Uh, that you do have a better place to go. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Savior, um, talk to your parents, message me after the show, talk to Todd or somebody, mm-hmm. get with your preacher. If you're not sure how to be saved, uh, you admit that you're a sinner, you believe Christ died for your sins, and you confess those sins, but then it don't get easy, guys. No. That's when it really gets hard, because you know, when you get on the winning team, you got to stay on the winning team. <laughs> it's, people, they want to pull at you all the yeah. time, try to get you back off the winning team. So that's the things that we have to be thankful for. And uh, we'll, uh, well, I mean, we got a player of the year that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we got yeah, we're a excited lot of, about that. We're going to yeah. talk about all the players that was nominated uh, yeah. or that we felt like. Yeah, that our uh, big diamond players of the week off of the year. We mm-hmm. had several, several, several great ones. And uh, this is just something fun that we do uh, just to recognize the players. And uh, Dean, you take it away, man. What do we? So we got. Let's name the nominees. Yeah, first. everybody who's up. So okay, well, first off, we got Michael Reynolds. Yeah. From Gales. He was our first player of the he, week. We did win our player of the week. He had uh, over 1,000 yards rushing and 80 tackles. Led the team in rushing and tackles. Uh, That's pretty good, man. When you can do both. Yeah, and we like Michael. He's good Oh, kid. he's good. Yeah, good he kid. is. He did get a player of the week first week, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, also from Cedar Bluff, Jacob Burleson. He's a nominee, 1,900 yards offense. And the main reason was eight interceptions. Led the county, broke the school record. Career is going to have for right career and the season. Right at twentieth for yeah, a career. Nineteen, yeah, nineteen. Uh, from Sandrock had two. Ace Ashley, two thousand yards of total offense. Also played defense, and uh, heck, you know he he can sling it. Uh, and Jacob Corneo, nine hundred yards rush, over thirteen hundred yards catching and rushing, receiving and rushing, seventy five tackles. Uh, and he's just a sophomore, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, how much better can you get with that? All right. From uh, there'll be more players of the week. For, yeah. For that young yeah. man. 
from center, Damian Ramsey obviously led the county in rushing again. 1,300 yards, uh, 1,600 offense, played defense too, made 50 tackles. Uh, uh, tough, tough running back. Yeah, Damian's been around, seems like, for a long time out there. And uh, his mom's, you know, a big part of, of what he does and accomplishments out there. And we share pictures. Mm-hmm. And I see her usually through the week at Angles, works there at the daily. I go over and get lunch. Yeah, Nikki. Yes. Yeah. Um, He's a good boy. Very soft-spoken. We had him call in one night, and yeah, he, she said he was really nervous. He didn't act real comfortable. Just calling that. in. He just uh, he did good. Yeah, he, he just don't that. like to highlight stuff. And the other two nominees were uh, Cooper Austin from Spring Garden. 67 catches for 1,230 yards, three interceptions, 20 touchdowns, and Andrew Floyd, 1,200 yards, 75 tackles. Good job. He, you know, and he had, to, he had big shoes to fill. Yeah, and our guys that are, that are seniors of these this list, um, Michael, gonna, he's going to graduate, and right. Jacob Burleson's going to be leaving, and Damien, uh, and Damien, except the two Sandrock boys, they're yes. both back. But uh, for Jacob, it's, he's kind of special to me. Uh, grew up and coached him mm-hmm. baseball stuff. Me and his dad shared a lot of memories: baseball, mm-hmm. basketball. We coached him in upward stuff, so he's had a heck of a season out there. Uh, just to kind of come in and uh, be with Coach McCorder a little bit and not play a lot of defense his first year. And then just kind of come in and going to be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then you get a new coach your senior year. Uh, mm-hmm. And just to try to adapt and, and learn new plays and how to run the offense totally different than the way it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to him. He's, of course, I mean, he's got a little special place for me. Right. And, right, and right. he's got some good things coming future-wise for some signing stuff. We don't know all the details yet, so – I'm going to try to get over there and be part of that whenever he decides right, to. Right, where, Good wherever, DB, great DB. Wherever the good Lord leads him is where uh, we want him to go. And all the seniors, uh, we pray for all of them that uh-huh. this good Lord leads you guys wherever you feel like God's led you in, in his path that he's got laid out for you. Right. Uh, right. You know, just pray about it and, and be close we'll with your family. wish them all the best. Absolutely. I think all of them could play at some level. I, I agree, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but there can only be one. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you want me to go on and name yeah, it? Yeah, we can have our player of the year. All right. Uh, Cooper Austin. Cooper Austin. Spring Garden. Big diamond player of the year. 20 touchdowns, 12, 30 yards, three picks, and uh, plenty of other tackles. And, yeah. Uh, just 67 had a catches. Fantastic year. we got a picture of him up there right now. This was at the uh, at the Aliceville game. I was over there covering him, and, and that was a game he he made a crazy. No, the crazy one-handed One-handed. Catch. And he had a big-time interception against Sandron. Right? Yes, yeah. Really changed kind of the flow of the game, kind of how it was going. I enjoyed watching him. Yeah, and, uh, and he's a great kid. He's fun to talk to. When you see him out, he'll just come talk to you. Yeah. yeah. They oh, were, yeah. They were up there at the Mars Hill Fife Jamboree thing, and, of course, we stopped and talked to him and everything. Uh, and his dad and his mom just did oh, yeah, a fantastic job out yeah. there. And, and now uh, he's going to go to the round ball. Yeah, oh, yeah, they pick it up. They'll probably be playing Tuesday. Uh, well, they'll be off this week for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, but week. I bet they but they may have some kind of practice game. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ricky will get them out. Coach Rat will get them out there pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, to let you know what his 67 catches, man, is the second. Well, he came close to breaking the county record, which was set by Damian Chambers with 70, the year center won the state championship. Uh, only two other players in the history of the county have caught more passes than Cooper in the season. That would be Gabriel Chambers and Jeff Bullen. 
uh, Josh Moten caught 66 one year. So he actually caught more passes than Josh Moten. Wow. Uh, caught passes. He probably just caught a pass a few minutes ago. Yeah, played at Jacksonville State University. <laughs> yeah. All three of these played somewhere. And uh, yeah. also Austin was second in yards. That's the second most receiving yards in the history of the county. Moten on that with 1266 and Cooper had 1230. As far as touchdown catches, that may be a record. I could not find out. Somebody can let me know. But, uh, you know, he's been... He goes down in history as one of the best receivers to ever play in this county. Yep. Would you not agree? He caught forty passes for seven hundred yards last year. How could you? How could you say he's not? I don't know. I mean, no. I, well, I don't know. You know, with those kind of numbers, and and yeah. anybody that knows football around here in the county, guys, Josh Moten. I mean, because we're Cedar Bluff people, if you, yeah. you know the county, you know he was a special player, and he's right up there. Numbers. Yeah, you're right up there with him and Gabriel Chambers. You know, Fantastic, man. lead center to. State Jeff, championships. Jeff Bullen started at Jack State. They all know Jack started at Jack State. Uh, I think Chambers ended up playing for Faulkner, but played for Jack State. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's right up there with them. That's awesome. Yeah, so congratulations to that young man. Well-deserving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's uh, that's kind of our high school in a nutshell. Um, I just, we thank y'all guys for being with us all through the season. And uh, it's not over because we will be back next week with uh, one through – at least, you know, we're going to talk about one through three or four A handedly. Uh, five, six, seven A, mm-hmm. not so much. We don't we don't have any of those teams really around here besides Gadsden or maybe up Fort Payne. That's or what I put on the paper. Austin Cooper. That's a funny story, and we'll get off the high school. But the first game that Cooper ever played in where I was the PA announcer, I called him Austin Cooper on half the night. <laughs> and somebody texted me and says, his name's Cooper Austin. You know his dad's Coach Austin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Austin Cooper on the tackle. Austin Cooper. And that was four years ago. He started four years. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Uh, great young man. And congratulations to him on being player of the year. Uh, the team had a great run this year. I mean, the only game where they go out on is probably more likely to a state championship team. Right. More than yes. that. That won it last year. I would say so. Uh, I mean, what else can you say? Well, we'll switch gears, and we'll hit it over to the uh, to the college. college ball. Switch over to college ball. Give us about uh, give us about two seconds here, and we'll bring it right back over. Hang on, I'll right, be right back. Okay, I ain't gotta do nothing really. We'll just go right here. And... Podcast still running. Oh, water straight and roll back. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just reading messages from people. And we'll be off here in uh, about 30 minutes. We got Yellowstone coming on. Oh, yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah, well, you know we're in the time of year where it's not. You can't stay on an hour and a half. We don't have enough well, info. No, there's still enough going on. Mm-hmm. In the, if, if even if even if some more teams in our county would have won, it's still just getting it's closer, getting so and closer, not, not condensed, not less and less and less. And yeah, I mean, we just went to a quarterfinal game, and think who else could have got that? Yeah, I mean, maybe. And uh, so we got plenty of games to college. Now we'll have rivalry games to do. Next week, Auburn, Alabama, and Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. So we'll have, you know. Who else? Uh, obviously, I, I, Georgia, I got Georgia them right Tech. Um, I uh, 
Oregon, Oregon State, UCLA. No, they played yesterday. Oregon, UCLA. Oregon State, Penn State, Michigan State, A and M, LSU, Ole Miss, oh, yeah. Ole Miss, and Mississippi State Egg Bowls on Thanksgiving Day. Really? Mm. You know what? That may be a great game. When does uh, you said A and M and LSU? I don't mm-hmm. know. How they that play at six be. o'clock Saturday. That'd be the last late game. Then Oklahoma, Oklahoma State at six thirty. I got us here. We'll go over that. Let's get back in. Okay. Let's jump Let's go on back in. to it. Hello, people of Cherokee County. What's going on? Big Matt Diamond Dean's in the house. Dean, how's it going today, bro? Good. How you doing, man? Well, this is the college portion of our show. Guys, if you've stumbled across our page, I am Big Matt, and this is Diamond Dean here, and uh, we're going to get into some college talk here. Uh, We've went through our hot table topics. Uh, If you didn't already know, Dan Mullen has been relieved of his duties after four seasons. Uh, wow. About 50-something games out there, but after the last few games, an overtime game yesterday with Missouri, uh, the AD felt like it was time to move on. There's a lot of little things off the field that people are not aware of, and uh, he said he woke up Sunday morning after getting in late night Saturday. It's time to move on for Coach Mullen. Wow. Uh, uh, I'd like to know what some of that inside stuff is. Yeah, I would too. I just, I don't, I don't agree with it. That's very quick, and it's not like he's garbage, you know. No. Uh, uh, I mean, especially with what he did before he came to Florida. He did well at Mississippi State. Uh, he coached Tebow personally. He coached Prescott personally. He's their position coach. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just, you know, not only are you losing a head coach, you're losing your quarterback coach. I, I'm assuming. Well, I he, just think there could have been another route. He attempted to fire his. His defensive coach. He did, didn't he? And, yes, and another, one of his other position coaches. And, obviously, he's trying to get things turned around. Obviously, that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just not, we're old school. We're not crazy about firing coaches after, you know, three or four years. Give him a chance. He didn't have a quarterback. He, you need to yeah. let him recruit some and yeah, get him a quarterback yeah. in there. They, they didn't have a quarterback. They're not going to be very good at the games. Uh, but now we'll move on from our uh, some of that. Day number 22, UTSA. Takes advantage 34-31 over UAB. Uh, is that right? UT, yes. UTSA. On the last. UTSA. University of Texas San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, seemed like it was a great game. Um, and, I mean, which will be down there in a couple of weeks. December, what, 3rd, I think, on a uh, Friday? The 4th. 3rd. 3rd or 4th. We'll be down there catching out some high school action. That's going to be really cool for them to open up the college Place down there, got a new place uh, going on down there. And uh, Coach Grice, we know he stepped down a week or two ago. Uh-huh. They fall to Eastern Kentucky 31 to 39 in two overtimes. Uh, they got an intern coach up there helping right now. The kids seem to really respond to him. Uh, they like him a lot. Cooper goes 16 for 30 with 251 and touchdown and a pick. West runs the ball for over 100 yards, and he had two touchdowns a day. And uh, the Samuel kid that we, we've been talking about all year, he had over 100 and a touchdown. JSU winds up being with 422 total yards on the day, 251 passing, 170 rush. But Eastern Kentucky was a little too much, 432 total, uh, 300 passing, 133 rushing on the day. Uh, that 39 points was considered to be uh, enough to go ahead and, and beat the Gamecocks. And 
McKinney, their quarterback, mm-hmm. throws for 290, four touchdowns on the day against Jacksonville. He rushed for 100. Each in Kentucky is usually pretty good. Well, this young man that shares the same last name as me that has a lot of my uh, genetic athletic ability, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 290. 290, 100. That's cake. You're average, buddy. It's cake, man. It's cake. <laughs> he is from Coalfield, Tennessee. You know where that is? I have no idea. Coalfield. He's 6'3", 208. He was a two-star coming out uh, up there. He's a sophomore, 2,100 yards on the year passing so far. It's Morgan County, Tennessee. If anybody knows where Morgan County, Tennessee is at. But uh, Cooper throws for 251 up there. Not Cooper Austin. Oh, Cooper Austin. Austin <laughs> Cooper. Yeah. Hold it. I got a player texting me. All right. Uh, so we talked about Utah. They run amok on the Ducks. Uh, Utah winds up with 386 total yards on the day. I mean, rising to QB, those were 178. But look at this, Dane. Thomas rushed for nearly 100, had three touchdowns, and Pledger had 46. Uh, Coochie, K-U-I-T-Coochie, he had five catches for 115. I don't know who he is. We don't keep up with Utah really out here in the state of Alabama. Now, I do know uh, the receiver Hudson at Oregon now. Everybody's kept up with him. He had four catches for almost 100. And, of course, Williams had a touchdown. And their quarterback, Brown, uh, they were 0 for 2 on fourth down. And uh, he threw for 231, Dean, 17 uh, completions out of 35 pass attempts. But, obviously, 294 yards total was not enough to beat the Utes. No, definitely not. They only rushed for 63 yards. See, and they rushed for 300 last week, two weeks in a row. 300 yards. They rushed for 63. 63 yards. So, they, you know what that tells me? Somebody did some preparation. Well, and the Utes, their helmets were pretty cool. Uh, Marcus looked it up about how their helmets were designed. They were all hand-painted. And it was for a memorial for uh, one of the, a war of some sort. So, they were kind of giving honor to for a military a ship. It was for a battleship is what it was about. Their helmets. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. If you can go back and look, their helmets really cool. I just can't believe how bad they dominated it. I, I Wasn't even close. No, never. Never. They never. Never. Never got behind this. Um, what game stood out to you? Well, you asked me to talk about two of them. Obviously, I'm not going to do Alabama first, but I'll talk about Ohio State first. And what stood out to me, 49 to nothing at halftime. He's got 393 yards. And six touchdowns at the half. And I, I'm mad. I'm just. And you know, we, we don't do a lot of. We're not very critical, but I, I don't understand. Hmm. I, I do think Ohio State's better than Michigan State, but 49, 49 to nothing at the half? That's 30 minutes. I mean, that's only two and a half high school quarters. I think after they lost that game um, to, uh, earlier in the year, Michigan. To Purdue. Yeah. Well, they ended up beating Michigan. Yeah, after they that put them on high, and then you lose to Purdue. Yeah. I think they, been the same. Yeah, they packed it in. 224 yards, of course, like you said. All three receivers had 100. They all three had 100 in the first half. And it's like beating them wasn't going to do any good anyway. was it matter. Right, right. Well, they thought, and, uh, of course, they end up with 656 total yards. 656 to 224. All three receivers go over 100 with 27 catches. Between them, that's 55 catches in two weeks by these three guys. Yeah, Alave and Wilson S- and Smith, Jigba, and Wilson. Wilson, Gary Wilson. And Williams, who's Alabama's, 
who's probably the best receiver in the SEC, wouldn't yeah. you say? Well, I... played there last year and would have been the fourth. Thank God. Well, Michi, you know, wound up having, you know, uh, several yards. So, Michi went up with 173. Williams, 190. Williams had 190. Do you want me to talk about that one right quick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Bama. We watched it. That was a great game. Yeah, that they, was a great they game. went back and forth pretty handedly there for a while. And uh, we love Jefferson, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, of course, Coach Sam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean – We've already said it to each other. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. I don't yeah, care yeah. what nobody else does or what nobody else not says. Kirby, not Nick. No. I, I, you can win the national championship. I'm telling you, the guy's done the best job with his team of what he's had handed to him. Him and the guy from Tennessee. Coach Pittman's done a fantastic job. Yeah, he has. And uh, they showed out yesterday. Uh, Burks had 179 yards receiving. He is a flat-out stud. And, uh, of course, Jefferson – had a great game, 326 passing, 467 yards, but they just could not stop Alabama. They just couldn't. 673 yards, Matt. Young passed for a school record, 559. And on top of that, Robinson rushed for 122. And defensively, Toa Toa made 13 tackles, and Will Anderson, who is the best defensive player in the country, yeah, and they were made 11. If we mentioned Heisman talk earlier today, I heard a Jordan uh, Davis. A, podcast they were speaking about uh him being anderson being if we're going to talk about it then he might as well be part of it yeah but i hate when they try to analyze it to be a an mvp award guys the heisman trophy stop Mm. just stop it it's not an mvp award an Mm. mvp award would be uh an o'brien or award for a quarterback you right, know, right. There's awards for different positions on the team, for lineman awards, from the Buckus Award for mm-hmm. defense, and the, the Gertsky Award, and for kickers award mm-hmm. they have. Got the Ray Guy punting award. You got the Thorpe defensive back. Stop. What do you think the Heisman is? What's your definition? The Heisman candidate trophy, a Heisman candidate, is supposed to be awarded to to the kid that's the most. Dynamic player in the country. In college football. Period. Not the most dynamic player on Alabama. Not the most dynamic player on the best team in the nation. Or Ohio State, because the media loves them. Mm-hmm. The best player in the country. The best player in the country. Most electrifying. Michael Vick-like for my age group. That guy that you watch on TV and you go, right. whoa. We don't care what their record wow. is. He's the best player in the country. They're three and six, but man, he can. Have you seen him play football? Like, um, uh, the guy played at UCLA, my, uh, Jack, Miles Jack. Oh, Miles Jack starts now in the pros. Miles Jack, for me, I don't care who. He, he wasn't even a candidate. He's a Heisman winner. Are no, you kidding? Unbelievable. He run the ball, catch the ball. Played defense. Had 100-something tackles. I'm, are you kidding me? Yeah. How is that not? That's worthy to me. That's what I think. Yes, I, I think it's the most dynamic. That's why I was okay with Lamar Jackson winning it. Obviously, okay with uh, Johnny Manziel winning it. Uh, I'll get off my, my Heisman but, rant box. You know, yes, I agree. And, uh, you know, this don't have nothing to do with the Heisman, but you take yesterday, Alabama won that game. But I'm telling you, Burks was the most impressive player on the field to me. Yeah, he could. I told I told Marcus that. I said, hey, this Burks kid, he could play at Alabama. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't know why he couldn't. Play anywhere. It'll be a first rounder. We had three first rounders in that game. 
Yeah. Uh, possibly. I don't know if Matchy is. There's so many dang good receivers out there. But Williams definitely is with that blazing speed. For sure. And Burks is just a – he's good. Uh, and that's pretty much all I got as far as the games I covered. Now I got uh, Auburn, South Carolina. What happened? It was 14 to nothing. Auburn, South Carolina. I mean, uh, Finley winds up 17 for 32 with 188. Bigsby had 164 rushing. He had a great game. Every time I looked up, he was breaking another one. Jackson, seven catches for 111. Robertson even had a touchdown. Uh, but Brown, another no-name quarterback. We don't know South Carolina. Throw three touchdowns for 157. Uh, and then uh, Zaquandre White, mm-hmm. uh, 100 rushing and 70 receiving. Harris had 62 rushing. Harris is a good back. Uh, piece from Cape Coral, Florida. Senior, the white kid is. He's a senior, 6'1", 215. They rolled up with 306 total, 156 passing, 149 rush. It just seems like they were more balanced. Auburn was 6 for 14 on third downs and a fumble. Mm-hmm. 6 for 14 on third downs. Well, yeah, that's 40, 43%. That's not very good. So, Auburn, 17-21. The wheels are... How many carries did Bigsby have? Did I didn't. I, I know they fed him a lot. Yeah. I, is, I, I would, If I had to guess, I'd say 20-something. 20 20-something. 20 Let me look right quick. I can tell you. So yeah, I, I would assume he had, he'd had he have 20-something. Uh, but... Uh, I, it seems like, I mean, just having a new coach down there on scene, I know it's not the, the most fruitful thing when you have, you know, a, a team that has a new coach and there's going to be growing pains. And, and that's just that's just the way it's going to be right now uh, for Auburn. They're just going to have new coaches until they can implement their will of what they want to do. Uh, we can just assume that he's doing the best that he can. Uh, we got to chill out and not be so crazy. Yeah, he had 22 carries. Twenty-two. That's that's seven point five. Yeah, yeah. twenty-nine for long. Uh, that's pretty good. Defensively, Wooten, Monday, Simpson, uh, all had four to six tackles. Uh, other receiving, I guess Bigsby had twenty-four receiving too. Dean, he had one catch for twenty-four yards through to him out of the backfield, and Hunter only had eighteen. I think that may be part of the problem. It seems like they're best when they're a two-headed monster on that. Mm-hmm. Finley only rushed for seven yards, so it seems like they just kind of corralled them. And uh, kind of put them up in, in a huddle there. And hats off to Coach Beamer. Now they're doing a good job. You know, they beat Florida. Then they come back and they beat uh, Auburn. So they're supposed to win either one of them. Hats off to them, man. Now they're going to play Clemson this week. If they were to get a win there, Clemson got a big win over Wake Forest yesterday. Dominated Wake Forest. Uh, there was a lot of blowouts yesterday. I Notre got Dame a- beat Virginia. Beat Georgia, Georgia State Tech. 55 to nothing. Yeah, they're they're supposed to. They're supposed Man. to beat them. I, mean, I didn't think it's supposed to be that bad. Well, that's Georgia Tech. I mean, mm-hmm. Georgia Tech's not no better than Tulsa or any of those guys. Nah, I just didn't expect it. You know, I think the spread was 14. Now, here's another gripe. We're going to have a little gripe session. Uh, since we talk about Cincinnati a lot, Dean, let me bring this up to you. All right, Houston is 10 and 1, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the American Conference guys. In the conference play, Cincinnati is seven and zero. Houston is eight and zero. Right. Houston's only loss was to Texas Tech on September the fourth, thirty-eight to twenty-one, and uh, Houston beat S- the ranked opponent they beat was SMU, beat them thirty-seven to forty-four back on Halloween, and um, the only game that Cincinnati has that's they played a ranked team was Notre Dame. They won twenty-four to thirteen. So, I want to see. 
I want to see Houston get a shot. I want to see them play Cincinnati. When will will they play? I don't know. I looked on the schedule and I don't, I didn't see it. So, well, don't, is there not a conference championship for them? I don't know. I looked and I, I didn't I didn't see anything. So that's my gripe today. If we're gonna be pumping up Cincinnati, then I think uh, Georgia, Alabama, Alabama. You want to make a run this national championship game? Well, you got to beat your conference team that's undefeated. Cincinnati, if you want to make a run shot at it, then you need to beat your undefeated conference opponent in Houston. They're right. undefeated in conference. Uh, they need to play each other. Uh, yes, I would agree. I I don't know how this thing's going to shake out. Well, uh, we could assume, and after some talk yesterday so, with some people, mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, Ohio State. It's going to beat Michigan. We would assume that's going to move. This is in two weeks, guys. Not this week. That's going to move them up. Bama loses to Georgia. They're going to drop out to probably five or six. So that puts Michigan down. They'll play Alabama Sugar Bowl. And mm-hmm. Cincinnati will be three. And um, Notre Dame would come in at four mm-hmm. because they're just right behind. I don't think they're a big – further around again. Yes, Notre Dame could be four, Cincinnati three, Ohio State two, Georgia one. Mm-hmm. So – very easy. Georgia would play Notre Dame first round, and Cincinnati would play Ohio State. So Georgia, Ohio State. Georgia plays Ohio State. More than likely. And Georgia beats Ohio State um, 36-13. Think they beat them that bad? Yeah, that, that defense. Is, there's no way. It's, and Stroud and the receivers, and it's all great and dandy when you play up in the Big Ten with no defense, and your best defensive team in Ohio State's played was uh, ranked 67th. Mm-hmm. When you stand back there and do your taxes and clip your toenails, mm-hmm. but when you got them big behemoth dogs barking in your face all night long and you're getting up after your butt and you're getting up, and in third and three you try to run a little screen and your wide receiver gets blowed up in the head and you get knocked down and the quarterback's wondering why his receivers are not open and he's wondering why his line's not blocking. Well, about the second quarter they'll play with them for a while and I mm-hmm. think it'll be a good game until half, but mm-hmm. I just don't see how. The pressure that Georgia can apply to Ohio State, right, the clamps, right. they're going to clamp them down, and they'll run up, they'll run off with it and have two late scores and wind up winning bigger than probably what they should. Georgia, right, Georgia right. should be national champions, and uh, Ohio State be runner up. Do you think there's any chance that Alabama could beat Georgia? If anybody if does, there's no pressure on Young. Just some weird luck, like the Tua pass or something like that, but. Mm-hmm. I, now, Bryce has been pressured this year, so he is practiced at being pressured. Good God, man. Our offensive line is terrible. Mm-hmm. I watched the guard uh, crouch or couch. Your left guard, if he's watching that, buddy, you got to clean it up. You need to be moving your feet better. Get your head up. We drive with our legs and our hands out. He's stumbling and falling through the line. The guys are blowing past him. Mm-hmm. It's just not – but we had to move our center. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. Right tackle. He didn't play good. Even the announcers sing it. They're calling it out, so – I tell you, the thing that bothers me is the lack get? of depth at back, running back. Yeah, we don't, we don't have. I that mean, either. they got Robinson. Elite, elite running back. We throw to Sanders some other night, you know. Sanders did have a good game. Got a thirty-six yard pass. Uh, most of it was a run. He showed some. Uh, I'm not sure how great. But I don't back know if he's he a is twelve or fourteen carry. If he's back, like if he's healthy, I mean, because mm-hmm. yeah, he has had dealt with some injuries. See, so Saban said this is he's just now starting to. Come into his own to through injury stuff. Right, exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I think that'll hurt him. Uh, I, I don't. 
Of course, the linebackers have great numbers. I mean, you know, you can Toa never, Toa has 84 tackles. You, and Anderson's going he'll, – Anderson's he'll have a field day with trying to tackle Cook and White. He'll have a good time up front mm-hmm. with that. If anybody can do it, I'm just going to say this. Our podcast is fixing to cut off. Um, if anybody can beat Georgia, you just don't count out Nick Saban. No. no but but I'd say right now it's still going to be a 10-point spread. If this is the game, you better beat Alabama this year. Mm-hmm. Because next year the line, all these guys are coming back. Everybody, mm-hmm. you're only going to lose just a couple of guys on. Lose everybody on defense. Uh, you're going to lose a couple of guys on defense. Mm-hmm. But with Kool Aid McKentrick there, he's going to come back and play some more. Uh, right, podcast people. We'll catch you guys later.